I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, everyone. We'll be back next week with fresh episodes. But this week, we are bringing one of our favorite vintage marriage and martinis back. Back Back to the beginning. Back to the beginning. Back, thank Very you. Good. Back to the beginning where it all began. And I actually really love this episode because we really do have a very unique, interesting story. We've probably told it 17,000 times, but we really delve into it here. Wasn't this requested, like user requested, like we need to do an episode about... About like, how we met. Uh, yeah, how mm-hmm. it all started and what... Wasn't yep. that... So that's kind of cool. Yeah, and we met when we were young, talk all about it, but um, but it did not always go very smoothly and we get into <laughs> that too but uh anyway it's a really fun episode and you'll get a little bit of our background um and i hope you enjoy it and we will be back next week thank you for being patient you and promise? sticking with us i promise next weekend we are recording and i am already planning it good i'm excited me too all right we'll see you next week guys thanks yep Bye. enjoy Hey guys, we are back. This is Marriage and Martinis. I'm Adam and here's Danielle. Hi. And we have a new, new episode, episode for you. you. Very good. Why You're do you say this? It, it, this week we're not going to redo an old episode. I we're going to do a new one. I haven't even said that in a while. I was actually gauging your response mm-hmm. on that one. Right. Yeah, listen back. It doesn't even make sense. Yeah, I don't know. Hey guys. Isn't every episode a new episode? We have an episode for you today. And it is, ding. What? What's the episode about? I don't Wait, think my I, I, title's right, so I want you to say. What it. is your title? Quick run through of how we met. Oh, that's the first question. <laughs> oh, <laughs> see, I told you I didn't know. <laughs> this is going back to the beginning. A very oh. good place to start. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm exhausted just thinking about it. <laughs> I'm exhausted already. This was a rough one to even like. It was a rough. Go it's, back to it's a rough one to even like. It's we have such an exhausting relationship. <laughs> and my speaking of exhausting, um, my week has been. I know. I I know you don't think it's. I know. I see. No, your face. I'm sure it's really. Yeah, tough. I know. I'm I sure can tell you have hard. so much sympathy for me, but I have had a really stressful, exhausting week i think the wambulance just drove by the oh, house gosh. and they, they did not even stop for you <laughs> no really it was one of those weeks where like i love my family but i hate my family you guys all suck <laughs> yeah you really do sure all of you uh-huh yeah i mean it's been ex- so it was our our middle son is turning 11 tomorrow and um, he is one of those kids who feels like, um, you know, he's like some kind of prince and he should get like a four week celebration. Right. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I should say he's a young Adam. Oh, <laughs> he that's I think that's what bothers me the most is he reminds me of you. Uh, first of all, when do I ever expect a four-week celebration well, for my you birthday? Just, just, just because just, you forget my birthday doesn't mean that... One time I forgot your birthday. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe one. they fucking forgot my birthday. <laughs> what movie? Uh, uh, 16 Candles. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, but no, he. Uh, we originally said we weren't doing a party for him because we're taking him to see his favorite show in the entire universe, Blue Man Group, for the eighth time. What 11-year-old kid has seen Blue Man Group? eight times so we're like no you're not having a party and then he guilts me into can I have a few friends over fine no problem few friends over next thing I know he's invited 14 kids and I'm like I am not have we have one xbox what are they gonna do 14 kids in my house so I ordered one of those game trucks which is the coolest party ever but it's still like having to get pizza and cake and like it just one thing after another after another after another and then today my daughter wanted me to drop her off I dropped her off it ended up being the wrong place I had to literally drive a half hour to drop her off somewhere else like I just you're making this sound really terrible for uh, you see you have no sympathy no you have no sympathy because you're not there through the motions you're not there for every step of the way where it's mom can I mom can I but mom now I want this but mom now I want this we did this in the alone episode didn't we where alone sounds so fucking good to me right now <laughs> distant space episode we did this already i don't know what we did like it was nobody leaves you alone and it's mom, mom this, well yeah mom, mom, yeah and, then and you're like, not here so you don't get it and then when of, i like of course i get it no i get it on the other end i know at work oh yeah throw your hands up in the air and well say, but these oh, are your work. children <laughs> oh boy <laughs> and then i want you to i look at you and i'm like can you please talk to him and you're like buddy uh, I, i'm rational number e, one no you're not rational i don't have you're, to scream at every single thing i'd like you said. to get a little upset i'd like you to get a little upset and be and scare him a little bit well i think you scare and scream enough that i, I don't i obviously one. don't scare anybody because nobody changes okay but i speak to him calmly and i tell him what he did i don't wrong, want you to speak to him calmly but he gets it when i talk to no, him no he does not he said he's never gonna do it again exactly <laughs> I'd like you to get I, I sometimes I'd like you to get a little crazy, like a little as upset as I do. Well, I used to, but you don't let me anymore, so I don't. But that was at you, not exactly. The kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's different. So anyway, I hate all of you. <laughs> the feeling is mutual. <laughs> I want to go back to the beginning and start over. Uh, I don't know if I want to do that. No, I don't want to do that either. I didn't mean with you. <laughs> right. Exactly. Okay, so. Is that your big rant? Are we done with that? That was really bad. Yeah. Should we do a Wayne's World flashback? All right. So I already, I guess I said the first question without even realizing. Mm-hmm. Quick run through. Oh, wow. Just in time for met. Passover, you asked the first question. Oh, boy. <laughs> Just a little Jewish humor for you. Sorry. <laughs> That's about as good as Jewish humor gets right now. <laughs> Just in case. For, for all you Texans that are listening right now. What did the uh, waiter come over and ask the four older Jewish women who were sitting having dinner? Is anything okay? Oh, yeah. You know that one. Of course I do. Oh. I made that one Is up. Is anything okay? <laughs> it's so accurate. Well, a good friend of mine owns a kosher deli. So I've got them all. Oh. Like, I know. Right. I know all of them. Right. And you know how I know you're getting really old? Mm-hmm. It's so fucking dark in this house. 
you turn no lights on anymore. Well, because I'm so busy turning lights off that right. you guys leave on. It's so dark in here. I feel like it's well, depressing. Yesterday, your dad took me outside to show me the electric meter because it was spinning too fast. So he got me thinking, okay, we need to start doing something about electricity. <laughs> Don't talk to my dad, the, please. The disc in the thing was that I never even looked at once right. since we moved in. Mm -hmm. It was going too fast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Diving right in. You asked me to explain quickly the story of how we met. Real quick. Yeah, real quick because I feel like we're going to bore everybody. I feel like I don't want to bore everybody. Okay. Mm -hmm. But people do ask. It's a really interesting story. It was interesting like the first 150,000 times we told it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's... Okay, so I'm going to do as fast as possible explain how we met. Oh, boy. Was it how we met? Oh boy, brace yourselves, people. Yeah. I'm going to do the Spaceballs short, short version. <laughs> <laughs> okay? Oh, we need to watch that movie again. <laughs> That's such a good movie. Have our kids seen that movie? They uh, I, A few years ago, they were young. Right. They okay. Go, yeah. The short, short version. Mm hmm. We met in high school, nothing happened. Three years later, I called you for a booty call in college, nothing happened. <laughs> You found me on J-Date. We met up. Something happened. <laughs> and that's how we met. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that's the shortest story you ever saw. I, listen, I've even seen feedback about people saying Adam needs to get to the point. Right. But, <laughs> so, you, didn't, but you missed so much. Well, this the short, short version. Okay. Now can you do the short, long version? <laughs> the short, medium version? Okay. Do the average six-inch version. This, <laughs> so twice. Okay. <laughs> Everybody get your coffee or your cocktail ready for this long, great story. If, yeah. All right. We had a mutual friend in high school who introduced us. Becca, shout out. Love shout you. out, Becca. Well, she's been my my friend since elementary school. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, so we met up in high school. We went for coffee at Small World in Princeton. Another shout out right there. Mm -hmm. And you came back to my dorm at high school. I lived at high school. The same night. Same night, first time we met, you came back to my dorm, and nothing happened. That's not true. So, go ahead. Well, we hooked up. Oh, uh, yeah, like You asked minimally. me to marry you. Oh, that's such... Okay, Ozzy Osbourne came on, and you said to... And uh, you said, do you like Ozzy Osbourne? I fucking hate Ozzy Osbourne. But I said, oh, my God, I love Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> and you're like, really? Will you marry me? See? How do I remember that? But I do. But I don't. But I, exactly, of course you do. Yeah. No, but so you stayed in my dorm. I hid you in my closet while the RAs were coming around and you spent the night. It was very minimal. Nothing happened. You felt me up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was it. Mm -hmm. And we listened to uh, Pearl Jam's 10. Oh, that night. was one of my, uh, that was one of my flash round questions. What did we listen to the first night yep, we hooked up? I, I know that one. Uh -huh. And I walked you out the next morning. You had a field hockey game. I did. So, which I had to wear a turtleneck in. It was 94 degrees because you gave me a hickey. I was so good at hickeys. <laughs> <laughs> hickeys are the dumbest thing ever. Well, today, but back in the Do 90s, Do kids still it was get cold. hickeys today? I don't know. No, I, I've never seen. But like, I remember you used to give me them all the time. I was so good at them. They're so dumb. Of course they are. But yeah. I marked you. <laughs> You should have just peed on me instead. <laughs> Damn. Now, they, now you tell me about that. <laughs> All right. So anyway, I walked you out because your school was right down the street. So I walked you out to the main road. You walked the rest of the way. 
I came back, met my girlfriend for breakfast, and that was the end of that. Aw. <laughs> was that sweet? Why did Rebecca think I would like you? That's what I don't understand. <laughs> because you're you were kind of a bad yeah, it was girl. Yeah, a bad yeah, it was a bad girl, but you yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was. All right, so that was the end of that. Uh that's not true. That wasn't the end of that. We did just we, we hung out for like two weeks. Yeah. We dated for like two weeks. Yeah. I actually I think I ended up breaking up with that girl because I actually kinda liked you. And we hung out for two weeks and I don't remember how it ended, but that was that. I think when you came to the door to pick me up and you were smoking a cigarette <laughs> and I was like, yeah, this isn't probably going to work. Yeah. Your dad, the, uh, My pulmonologist. Dad, the pulmonologist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not that I didn't smoke. I just right, didn't exactly. smoke at people's doors it was in the front 90s. of parents. It was okay. Then. No, it was never okay to smoking do that in was front healthy of a parent. Back then. Today no. it's bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> Three years later, I was in the city and I knew you were at NYU just because we had mutual friends still. And I was in the city and I said, hey, is Danielle still at NYU? Is she around? They're like, I don't know. Sure. Here's her number. Call her up. So I called you up for the booty call and nothing happened. No, I went and (laughs) met you. I don't know why, but I went and I waited and you never showed up. No, I did not. Right. Yeah. But I, but I, I let you know that you stood me up for like two years after that. All right, well, go ahead. Right. That's the next part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I was there, and I'm like, I'm such an asshole. Why the fuck would I come here after everything I already know about this guy? Yeah, I was... We, me and, I don't know if I was desperate or what my deal was. Me and, me and my friends that I was with in my the city... My friends and I. My friends and I uh-huh. were in the city that night. Instead of meeting up with you, we went to some... It's not a club, some bar, but dancing I, bar. I don't want to hear what you did. Okay. okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I was like sitting there waiting. Why do I want to hear where you were? Well, we had fun. That's awesome. I'm fun, too. I know. I wish I would have met you because I was just with guys. <laughs> no, you know what? Had you met me, we probably wouldn't be t- together right, today. That's true. Yep. It was, that's, Everything I, happens I for did a that purposely because I knew it was a bad time Absolutely. to meet you. <laughs> and then later, how many years? Was it years later? Two years. Two years later? My friend told me about something called J-Date. This is, all right, for you millennials out there, this is the beginning of the internet which you did not experience. So there was no Facebook. There it was, was called no, the intranet it, back it, then. The, you were surfing the web. Yes. Yes. So JDate was one of the first dating websites for Jewish singles. And my friend told me about it. And I signed up for an account as a joke because I thought it was silly. I yeah, thought it that's was what everybody says. Oh, we did it as a joke. Okay. Everybody you says saw my pictures. Everybody who was online in 1998 said they were on there as a joke. No, I was on the AOL chat platform. Is that how you call that? Whatever. Not as a joke. Legit home every night okay. on the AOL Well, every chats. every couple that's together from the internet before like circa before 2010, this story starts like this. I signed up as a joke and I happened to find someone cuz re- no one wanted to admit they were on the do internet. You, do you today. remember my pictures? Yeah, but That's you, how much of a joke I made. Yeah, it. you were cheesy back then. Okay, I was at the Luxor in Vegas sitting on a concrete ram, at, like posing, and that was my profile picture. Mm-hmm. Come on. Okay. So anyway, you found me on there just two weeks after I signed up for that thing. And then I'm going to let you take it over from there. Oh, from the... Uh, well, well, my, my J-date story is I was dating this guy in New York who was a jerk. Every guy I dated in New York was a jerk. Um, 
And I came, and one night he said to me when I was really hating him, one night he was like, you ever hear of J-Date? And I was like, no, never heard of it. He was Jewish too. And he's like, oh yeah, it's this singles thing. I'm on there. I'm like, dude, you're dating me. <laughs> so he told you he about told J-Date me he was then, on JD. Well, first he told you about JD, right? And then told you he's on. Yes, there. exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah he guy. was. Yeah, he was a great he's guy. Suave. I think he's, we were naked when he told me too. <laughs> he's very suave. Yes. So he, um, yes, yeah, so he was such a jerk. He is actually the guy I dated before you, which is probably why you looked so good to me. <laughs> Wait a minute. So, um. I came home and I said to my roommate, um, we have to go on, we have to check out this J-Date site. So we go on there and we're looking through and, you know, there weren't that many people on back then, I guess. It was a smaller. Yeah, I think it was 30. No, (laughs) there was way more than that. And I'm looking and, you know, nobody has the real name. It's all like, you know, Mr. Lover 2000, (laughs) you know, whatever. So I'm looking and all of a sudden I stop I had put in my parents' zip code because I'm like, fuck these New York guys. I don't want a New York guy. They all want the same thing. I want a suburban New Jersey cheesy leather jacket wearing guy. <laughs> so I know it was you. So I went on uh, and I'm scrolling and I see your picture. And I'm like, and it didn't have your name. It had your, whatever your thing was. Mr. Suave. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm here on was. a joke, 1995. <laughs> um, and I see your picture and I'm like, holy shit, I know that guy. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Holy shit, I used to hook up with that guy. And I sent you a message and I'm like, are you Adam who went to, you know, the Hun school, graduated in 1996, blah, blah, blah. And you, the first thing you sent me back is, is this Danielle who stood me up yeah. two years ago. Yeah. That was a good line. And we just kind of kept talking, right? Yeah. We we started. And you asked me all kinds of fun questions like how much do you weigh? <laughs> I, listen, that's a fair question for meeting somebody you don't know. Not anymore. It's not. Not, not anymore. This is the 90s. Not since Shrill, which is probably one of the greatest shows I've watched. It's a fantastic show for any of you who are watching Shrill. It's amazing. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, that would not be okay. That would not go over okay today. And I should, it shouldn't have been okay back then. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. So we met. So finally one night you're like, let's meet up. Yeah. We were AOL chatting, right? Yeah. And I was like, so the first time the guy cheated, she was cheating on me, you know, cheating on his girlfriend with me. The second time he stood me up. But let's go out again. <laughs> right. Right. So we decided to meet up in the city at this place called Merchants the bar lounge area and I got there early I took the train in effort right off the bat right there so obviously you were in love right away knowing that I would do that for you and I went to the bar I was waiting for you and I remember seeing you I I'll never forget what you looked like when I saw you at the window coming into the bar you were wearing like your gray um wasn't Kenneth Cole. It French Connection. French Connection. Yeah, well, yes. I had to buy all my clothes at French Connection because I had convinced my dad that it was a bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> so all my entire wardrobe, thank God it's not now. I could never fit into their clothes now. But at the time, my entire wardrobe was French Connection because he kept saying to me, why do I keep getting these French Connection bills? And I'm like, Dad. Meanwhile, I didn't take French. But I'm like, Dad, it's a bookstore. And he's like, oh. Okay, that makes sense. I'm like, that's where I get my books for school. 
<laughs> you walk into the bar, and I remember your smile, and I love that Aww. right off the bat. Mm. I love that. And you eyed me up and down, looking mm-hmm. at my leather jacket mm-hmm. and my awesome jeans that I was probably wearing, and mm-hmm. my probably big clunky black shoes mm-hmm. that was popular. You back were then. dressed terribly. I, I was dressed nineties. You were no. You were just. Jersey, I live at home. Nineties right, picture, friends. but you were very cute, and I was like, yeah. I can, I can work with this. I was cute. You were cute, <laughs> but I, I, I remember thinking to myself, he needs help. I was a snob. I was a total snob, and I was like, I, I can, I can fix this. <laughs> picture, picture the worst outfits on Friends. Yes, that's kind of and, and times it by fourteen. Okay, 000. but that was that was the day that's what it was yeah <laughs> you were worse than that yeah. so mm-hmm. we went downstairs to their lounge area and back then you were able to we, we were both hardcore smokers back God, then. those were the days yeah such good days mm-hmm. and we went downstairs to the lounge we probably had to go out and buy a couple packs of cigarettes <laughs> i think my drink of choice those days was the kamikaze, mm-hmm. not the shot, but the drink on the rocks. Mm-hmm. Yours was the screwdriver, mm-hmm. very sophisticated, snobby woman of the New York City. I had to keep it cheap. <laughs> I don't think it matters what you order. They're all the same price. They're like 20 bucks a drink in New York. And I think we both had about eight or nine over the course of the evening. Drinks? Drinks. You're wildly underestimating that, but you go ahead. So? Absolutely. Eight or nine? We were twenty eight or nine is like no. We were twenty. We twenty one. We were drinking. Yes, wow. we All were right. there for nine hours. Was it that long? Yeah, I don't remember that. Wow. So we probably smoked two packs of cigarettes each. Had about I guess you're saying ten, twelve, fifteen drinks apiece. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was one of the greatest nights ever. Ah, uh, one of the greatest nights yeah. ever. Yeah. Anything you want to add to that before we move on? I just remember you walk. My, my biggest thing is I know I ask you when did you fall for me. I just remember, you know, I had when I was in New York, I had had one bad relationship after another. I did have a serious boyfriend who went to Princeton University for a while. He was a super nice guy, but I knew I wasn't going to end up with him. And I just was so I was at the point literally when I was like, I, I'm never going to meet somebody. I hate, uh, guys hate me. I hate them. I'm never going to meet somebody. And then like you walked in and, and you said, last resort, here he is. <laughs> no, <laughs> I was legitimately works. like, I remember you went to call your mom, I guess, to tell her that like the good, a good boy who lives with his mom would do. And <laughs> <laughs> I got up to use the pay, the phone, pay phone yeah, to call my mom yeah. to say I'm not coming home. Yeah. And that. I was like, okay, so he lives at home. You know, there were definitely like some things that I was upset. Well, you know. Listen, you're living in the city i'm looking right. at home working yes so you're absolutely listen i'm i'm admitting i was a snob yeah. so i uh i remember thinking to myself when you went you went one time you left to go to the bathroom and while you were in the bathroom i thought to myself i miss him like i can't wait for him to come back <laughs> <laughs> that was the last time you ever thought that <laughs> exactly and i just yeah it was like you said it was like one of the best nights of my life yeah mm-hmm. absolutely and with that whole online J dating thing, I had previously set up a date with another girl on the same night that I was meeting you. Of course you did. Well, I had just in case it didn't work out, I had to have somewhere to go. Right. <laughs> but I, re- I re- God, imagine how good your life could be now. <laughs> I remember setting that up and being like, I think I need to go see Danielle Aww. and not this other one. Wow. Like something was like, 
you need to go see yeah them. yeah we always i feel like we always had something drawing us back to each yeah. other well, obviously yeah it took three times all right but. so then we go back you tell me you want to keep things juvenile line of the night line of the night you asked, I wanna... you asked me to come back to your room well it was like three in the morning i think the trains weren't even running anymore oh yeah and i came in i asked you to come back i knew we were going to hook up and that's what we called it back then. I was trying up. to be romantic and saying, Let's well, you were, I think you, easy. yeah, you were like, take it easy and I, fine. So, uh, but the next morning when I sobered <laughs> up, it was a little bit of a rude awakening. Yeah. It was like in that movie with Seth, uh, Seth Rogen. Knocked, knocked up, up. Yeah. When they're partying all night and she wakes up next to him the next morning and she's like, what the fuck did I just mm-hmm. do? Mm-hmm. And she's, she's like towing his ass to make sure he's alive. And like, <laughs> like she doesn't want to touch him. <laughs> well, I still thought you were really cute, but you were, oh my God, were you rough around the edges? Hey. And I was, so I lived with my best friend who's still my best friend today. And, um, you know, I was a little bit like I said, New York and NYU, I was trying to prove something. But oh my God, you were in the exact opposite direction. I remember the first thing you did in the morning was put on Jerry Springer. That was a fun show. That that was a great show. All I used to do was make fun of Jerry Springer. (laughs) And you, she comes in to meet you. You have your hand down your pants. You're watching Jerry Springer (laughs) and you're like. Watch Jerry Springer with their hand down their pants. Right. Because nobody I knew watched Jerry Springer. (laughs) So I guess guess you're right. So uh, she, she walks in. You're like, what's up? (laughs) hand on your pants jerry springer and i'm like oh fuck i'm like i really really like him but he needs so much work oh boy yeah and i i remember thinking to myself i'm like i really like him but this is gonna be challenging and i was in the frame of mind i was very i think i had always had an idea in my head of what the guy i was gonna marry was gonna be like and he wasn't gonna watch jerry springer <laughs> so and i know that sounds gross but i think it was it's, it's what it was yeah one last thing that I have to say about when we first met and when you asked me if, do I remember the moment when I thought you were going to be the one for me? And yeah, it was our second first date at Merchants, obviously that amazing night. And I, you said it was nine hours, is that mm, true? Mm, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. But I sat with you for that many hours and just talked. And I, I never did that before. And I was comfortable. Mm-hmm. And that was enough for me to know that that was it. That was you. That's very sweet. Yeah. Well, I think going back to that morning, (laughs) (laughs) I think for me also, you were very different than any one I knew. My family. (laughs) No, it's true though. You really, I mean, for real you were. And, and, I, my family is all, you know, I'm the, I'm the dumbest person in my family. My family is all. That's why you slummed it with me. My family is all Ivy League. I'm the only one who never went to, even though, I mean, I know NYU is an amazing school, but I never went to Ivy League. Um, Nobody, you know, I never met somebody who wasn't college educated before. Like, it was such a different world. And I think I was really concerned about it, I have to say, as I, and I look back on that and listen, I think to myself, that was the least of our fucking problems. But at the time, you know, I, it's 20 years ago. I've come a long way. It's much different now. But I also know that the next day, after years of dating assholes and playing games and, oh, is he going to call me today? Oh, he's going to wait four days. And did he like me? Did he not? Is he going to ask me for another date? Blah, blah, blah. You went home the next morning. And by 1 p.m. Th- that day, 
you called me and were like, I miss you. I want to see you again. Yeah. Which was the coolest fucking thing ever because you did not play a single game with me. Yeah, that was probably the first time I never played games. Yeah, and I, at that moment, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, this is so refreshing that he just is a, telling me that he wants to be with me. Mm-hmm. I'd never had that before. Everything was a game. So, yeah, and that's the first thing I think I would tell our sons and our, our daughter, too. I think I would say, like, don't play games. If you need to play games with somebody, be done with it. Like, it's, right. you know, it's obviously not, not it's a it. waste of time. Think about how much time you waste. And I loved that. And that really like that made me fall even deeper in love with you. like that. I was I was sold. I was like, oh, my God, he's not going to make me guess. I mean, if okay. only if yeah. only uh, I knew. Okay. But but I loved that about you. All right. Let's take a quick break and we'll regroup with about weddings <laughs> oh boy that was we're gonna get divorced talking yeah. about weddings yeah all right we'll be right back guys hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right. I hope we answered some questions that we received about our history, about how we met, about all that stuff. You asked us, so we didn't just come out with this stuff. So I hope we... <laughs> Uh, I hope we fulfilled your needs on that one. <laughs> that was a long, my, my short. But we have short, a long story. My short, short version was much shorter. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, let's move ahead a couple of years. Can you do that Wayne's World thing again, so we can? Doodle doodle Good. Doodle-doo. All right, we've in that time. I need to do four. That was three. <laughs> doodle <Uh-oh. laughs> Yeah. Things are gonna. Get- yeah. Go bad. Nope. I, bad I, things I are just, happen. I need, I would, I would make you edit it out later <laughs> if I hadn't done four. So there we go. Four. All right. Good. So within those four do's, um, we dated, you graduated, we moved in together. Fast forward. Here we are two years later. Uh, okay. Good. Let's talk about sex. Really? Sure. Wait a minute. Okay. How would you describe our sex life early on? Like well, in the beginning. Right. Okay. Bland. Oh, I have vanilla. Same yeah. thing. Plans. Well, I think we uh I think we had very first of all, I had only had sex with one other person. Right. And it was not great sex. Uh yes. great but no, it wasn't great with you in the beginning oh. either. <laughs> <laughs> but I think But I made you realize what good sex is. Well, I think you had ha- well here's what I here's my take on it, now that I look back. And in the beginning I didn't I didn't see it like this, but I think you probably had a lot of sex, right? You probably slept with a lot of girls. But I don't think it was good sex. I no, don't... it was also vanilla. Well, I don't even think just vanilla. I think you were literally having sex to have sex. Uh, as, as a, I wasn't trying to have a baby. Well, no, but people go out and they have different experiences and they want to have sex with different people to have, you know, uh, different, like, just different experiences. Hey, I was 19. Like, what was I looking for? Well, I was looking for sex. I, no, 
well, I think that people might go out and be trying to learn different things or get different. I think you literally were like, I'm supposed to have sex, so I'm going to have sex. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And so now looking back, I think it was stupid. What? It's like just the fact that you had sex with all those people. I think it was nothing other than to say you had sex with them. Uh, It wasn't about saying having sex with them. It was about having fun having sex. I mean, Mm, I don't think you had such fun sex. uh, No, I did. Did you? Yeah. I had some non-fun sex, but I had some fun sex. Well, I, I just, I'm not like jealous of your experience. But you shouldn't be. Right. I mean, our experiences have been way thousand times But what better I'm than... saying is I'm jealous of people who had all these different kinds of experience. I think you had the same experience multiple times. Yeah. Yes. Sure. So I'm not jealous of that. I had sex with another person and I am jealous of the people who had a threesome or had a girl on girl or who had a... a tantric experience or who went to a club that you only have set like i'm jealous of those people like, i did all those things no you didn't there were none of those no things. you didn't no, i thought about doing those things yeah yeah but, but i i said our early sex was like fine mm-hmm. like it was you were actually more into having sex than i was at that point well i was more into having sex because i hadn't had much sex yeah i guess that's why and i was more into sex because i think i've always been more experimental and i think i've always been more sexual than you uh, well, then why didn't you have more sex? I didn't have more sex strictly because of my OCD. Because I was scared to have more sex that I was scared I was going to okay. get AIDS or pregnant or... Okay. I, and not only was I scared I was going to get AIDS or pregnant, which was... A, I mean, looking back, even my dad, when I would talk to him about it, who was a doctor, I remember one time saying to him, uh, I... You know, I, I don't he I remember one time in New York, he was talking to me about being careful and whatever. And I was like, Dad, I was like, I'm so scared about getting AIDS that I don't really do anything. And he said to me, uh, listen, you're, it's very, very hard to contract AIDS if you're having safe sex and you're not, you know, you're not living certain places or you're not like he was like, it's very hard. Yeah. And, but I, I didn't, I didn't look at it like that. I was, but, uh, that's, that's basically why I didn't. But looking back, I wish I had just gone on medication and fucking done it. (laughs) I'm glad you didn't. Yeah. (laughs) I like never took my Zoloft. So I was always suffering mentally, but I wish I had, yeah, I would listen. That's my biggest regret is that I didn't, is that I let it hold me back. Some fun sex that I think about, not that. The sexual experience in itself was so great. Mm-hmm. But when we were trying to have a baby the first time, you would call me every mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. I think I'm ovulating. Come home from work right now like you were teaching. And when you came home from school, you would call me right away. Yeah. And I'm, I was literally. Or like book club. I would have book club over. Yeah. And they li- would like wait downstairs while we were having sex. <laughs> I was literally time. across the street from our house. And you're like, come home. I was on lunch break. I said, I'm going home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Went home. We had baby making sex, and I got dressed up, went right back to work. Yeah. <laughs> and that happened like every week. Oh, yeah. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah. But I um, I think I was much more sexual than you were. Like, I think you were just looking to like have an orgasm, and that was it. And for you, that was super easy. Like, you didn't care what the means to the end. Like, you didn't care going through the motions that they were different or that you were getting different experiences. You just wanted to get there. I just like You wanted a sex. notch in your belt. No. 
We were like No, not with me. Oh. With other women. You wanted you wanted to you I think it made you feel manly to like sleep with women. Um manly? Oh, fine. I I don't I, I can't even remember. I can't I can't even explain it either. Like yeah. none of it makes and I don't I guess I've never asked you too many questions about it cuz I don't even want to know. I, I don't even have the answers. So whatever. But that's weird to me. Okay, but Whatever you say is fine with me. Yeah, which leads me to believe it couldn't have been that good. Uh, No, like, I can't remember. Right, exactly. Okay, so, yeah, I'm not jealous of, I I was more, and then one time you convinced me to have unprotected sex, and I was like, I woke up the next morning, I was like, what the fuck did I just do? Like, here I am, I've been so careful, and I've been refraining for so long, and now I just had sex with this guy who's had sex with, like, who even knows how many women? What the fuck did I just do? And I think 10 minutes later, I made you go get an AIDS test. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, was but, my OCD. Oh, but also your OCD was, even with having protected sex, I w- we were at Target once a week getting pregnant. Getting pregnant. Yeah, absolutely. So I knew if I had to have sex with you, it was, okay, in two days, we're yeah. going to Target, we're getting pregnant. My tests. OCD for a really long time affected my... I didn't have sex till I was 20, which is fine if that's really what you want to do. But for me, it was just my OCD kept me from... Like, I knew I would be up all night, every night, worrying about what I had gotten. Like, what STD or what... You know, I just... That was why I waited till I was 20. Not because I really wanted to wait till I was 20. No. No. No, not you. Not me. No. But there's... Listen... I hope our kids wait till they're 20. <laughs> okay, go ahead. With what? I don't know. Okay, let's jump into weddings. Our wedding. Do we really want to go here? <laughs> uh, well, for, all right, I'll start with, you asked me our wedding, what do I remember? And honestly, not much. That's like my first and most honest answer possible. You blocked it all out? I blocked it out. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it was that we were just so young. I don't know if it was like all the crap that we went through leading up to the wedding. I don't know if it was that wedding was not our style. And don't get me wrong. The wedding was beautiful. Yeah, it was gorgeous. I, I mean, it was picture perfect. It could wedding. have been in any wedding digest magazine. Yes. It was a gorgeous wedding. It was so fucking dumb. Looking back, it was so fucking dumb, and it was so fucking dumb. But it was it was picture perfect. Picture perfect. Yes, we were we were the spitting image of the couple that everybody wants to be. But on the inside, we were fucking dying. Yes. Yeah. And that's why I. I, Do you remember anything else other than that? Oh, I remember everything. You do (laughs) everything. I thought you didn't remember about the wedding. Oh, I remember every detail of everything. You do? Sure. It was a very devastating point in my life. Oh. oh yeah. Are we getting into that or? Well, that's why I really do. You know, people renew their vows and you could say it's dumb or you could say it's a waste. I desperately want to renew our vows. I think our first wedding and our first vows were dumb as shit. I think if we did it now, it would mean a lot. And I also really want to go to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I'm serious. I think that the first time around, uh, we didn't write our own vows because I think we just, I think we concentrated way too much on our wedding. And I think our families were fighting about it. 
And we were fighting about it. And when I look back, I think to myself, I think there were so much we weren't discussing, so much we weren't sitting down and really talking about like the real stuff we should have been talking about. Finances. What do we want to, what kind of parents do we want to be? Do we really want me to be a stay-at-home mom? Do we really want to be in your family business? Like all this stuff that we didn't talk about because we were fucking talking about what time should the wedding start. And We were 24. Okay, fine. And immature. Fine. But I'm telling to the people out there now planning a wedding mm-hmm. or our kids, what I'm going to say to them is don't, do not waste your energy arguing about this stupid shit. There is stuff you need to be arguing about and talking about and discussing that is real. And because we were wasting all our time on this other stuff about who was the rabbi going to be and who was sitting at table 10 and were we inviting our second cousins and who was paying for the honeymoon and this and that. Like we got married and we were like, oh, fuck, we don't know how we want to be married. Right. And that was a whole year and a half wasted for five hours of our lives. But do you remember the wedding? Yes, very much so. You do? Yes, okay. very much I'm so. I'm still surprised about that. Yes, very much so. But I, I remember because I was so devastated the entire time. I, it was such a waste. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, and I think about that now. We're planning, now our son wants a bar mitzvah for our daughter. We talked about we went away to London and Paris and Amsterdam. We did this amazing thing with our with our family. Now our second child, who is much more social than she is, really wants a party. And I, there's a big part of me that's like, do I do that? Mm-hmm. Do I spend all this money on five hours of our lives? I, I don't know if I can do it. Right. But he wants it. I know, but... but- but do we have to think about, are we going to make him a memory that will last forever if we don't? And we yes, say no? and it's not distracting him from anything else. It's not distracting him from, you know, we're not fighting with in-laws. We're not, Right. there's none of that yet. Yeah. Right. If we, if we said to him, no, you're not having a party. Uh, we're going to do good for you because in 20 years, you're going to look back and say, I was with my whole family for two no, weeks. No, he's not going to be okay with that. No? No. All right. Well, that's between you and us, not the podcast. Okay. <laughs> uh, but one thing I do remember about the wedding, I don't remember much during the party wedding, but the after wedding, I remember. You won't remember this. I will. I remember you, it all. You can't. We didn't have sex. No, of course not. We couldn't. Right, because we were leaving at like four in the morning. Well, for... um, we went back to the hotel. Only 30% of people have sex on their wedding night. Well, and we were not part of that thirty percent. Yeah, but that like a hundred years ago, it was a hundred percent because you didn't have sex until the wedding night. Mm. Right. Good point. Yes. So anyway, the the party was over. We go back to the hotel. We're leaving for a cruise the next morning. So the party's over at what one o'clock in the morning. We're getting picked up at five o'clock in the morning, and we go back to the hotel. And I look over and you're sleeping. <laughs> and so I say, okay, guess I'm not sleeping because I don't have Siri on my phone to wake me up when it's time to go because uh, there were no iPhones at that point. So I went on Web TV. I thought you were going to say I went on JDate. <laughs> <laughs> Which is part of Web TV. Uh, for again, for you millennials out there, thank God you did not have to deal with Web TV. I don't remember Web TV. It's a keyboard 
hooked up to your TV that was the internet back in 2002. And it took six minutes for a page to load. And it was just a text-based page. And I think I went through about six websites in the five hours I was watching you sleep and waiting for the car to come pick us up for the cruise. So I remember that. <laughs> and waking you up and saying, okay, well, hey, what, what, what are we doing? Uh, let's go. It's time for the honeymoon. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that was the night after the wedding. That's so funny. You don't remember that at all. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Of I, me- I mean, I remember th- falling asleep because it was two yeah. in the morning yeah all right okay oh so what advice would you give for people who are uh well, so last weekend went to a wedding mm-hmm. our daughter was in it it was our babysitter who's been babysitting for our kids since she was 15 yeah, she, yeah um, she's more than a babysitter she's a, well she's family yeah. sure but uh, but she was our babysitter and mm-hmm. i you know i would i would say what when i was writing her card at the wedding 10 minutes before it ended. Um, I was trying to think about, you know, what advice I want to give her. And it's hard for me to give anybody advice because we're so fucked up. But what would you say, you know, to her or to our kids who are going to be mad? Like, what would you do differently? And what would you about say? About the wedding. Anything? Yeah, sure. The beginning. Well, that's the how beginning. I have it set up. Yeah. Like sometimes we, you know, we have a lot of engaged couples who listen, which I think is so cool. Like, I love that they listen to us, even though we're old people. Stay engaged. Don't get married. Stop that. (laughs) I I have advice. I really think I think I think to be engaged and listen to us is is already you're doing something good. Yeah. Yeah. I commend you guys for listening to us. You're learning. Oh, God. (laughs) I have advice for people about planning a wedding. Okay. So just the wedding aspect of this thing is talk to each other, really think about what you guys want. The two of you. Just the two of you. But you wouldn't have been open to that. Uh, I'm, oh, I'm now. now. Yeah, but back based then. Based upon my knowledge today. Right. Okay, but back then you would not have been no. open to that. Yeah, no. Right. I'm saying if I'm giving advice now as the godfather to these people who are engaged. You kiss the ring. <laughs> is... Sit down, just the two of you, and what do you two right. want? Right. Don't no outside influences. What do you want? Don't be so into the traditional type of weddings if that's not your thing. If it's your thing, fucking go for it. If it's in your means, do it. There's so many if other options. If it's in your means is key. There's so many other options. So don't think I have to have the perfect wedding. I have to have the But if you really like talk to each other and think Oh, you know what? Maybe instead of the party, let's go to Mexico and invite the people we love. And instead of spending money on a wedding and the person that we invite can't afford it, we we bring them into the wedding to help them out because that's part of the cost of having the wedding. So, Oh, I love that. Yeah. So I love that. Think about what the two of you really want the wedding to be because having the sixth cousin removed from your grandfather's aunt yes it's not important okay Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what table they sit at if you don't want them at any fucking table listen this is how we feel if 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 you're into that fucking go for it if it makes you happy go for it whatever you want to do i think so. i can guarantee if you had said to our parents then like 
a few months before the wedding, I don't want our sixth cousin there who we don't care about. I would not have fallen asleep on a wedding night. I would have been fucking down in your area there, <laughs> taking care of all well, kinds of business. Okay. But you didn't take care of any of that. Of course not. But I learned. Right? And that's what I would do today. Oh, okay. So your next wedding, the wife will be very happy. All right. So fucking leave me and I'll go find a woman who okay. will appreciate well, me today. Oh. Yeah. That's what it's going to take, huh? I guess. Take your time. Do not rush. Baby, you can take your time. <laughs> you don't. There's no rush. No rush for what? Oh. Take your time. <laughs> Nothing's going to happen if you wait another year. You're still going to love each other. Don't rush into everything because there's so much you have to do to learn about each other before you get married, which I have later because that was some of our mistakes. That we that we rushed, rushed into everything. Well, that was also our parents' fault, not just yeah, our fault. I think it was kind of your fault. Well, I no, getting engaged was my fault. Yes. The marriage part was yes. not my fault. Correct. Okay, lastly, because you only gave me three. I give Take as much fucking time <laughs> as you want. Um, it it kind of goes back to what I was saying before, but don't spend too much money on your wedding. Right. Don't do it. There's so much more you can do with that money. Like you guys are just starting out. There's so much you can do with that money instead of wasting it. Uh, from my point of view, if you feel differently, that's fine. Don't waste it on a wedding. And whatever you do, do not go into debt for the wedding. Don't use credit cards and don't take out loans and don't spend money you don't have. It's a fucking wedding. Don't sacrifice your future for paying for a party. That it's so important. All right. So uh, you said, what do you, you know, I what do you think about what are we going to try to do? I mean, our kids are getting old. Not that they're getting married soon, but we have to think about weddings mm-hmm. and stuff. So what what kind of you're going to say don't have a regular wedding? No. That's not what I said. I would say have the wedding that you and your soon to be spouse want to have together. Yeah. Whatever I, that I may would be. say I say and it's so funny cuz our Jess, she has a name. Jess. Hi Jess. You didn't say who she was. She's a, our babysitter. Okay. Oh, we did. Our old, our babysitter and I, I, what I tried to say to her and her wedding was beautiful and it, I think it was very appropriate. She spent like the perfect amount, like she's just great. But I remember saying to her like the most exciting part is the honeymoon and that's the part where your marriage starts. And I think I would say to my kids and to Jess and all the other young girls in my life, I would say, uh, put the money there. Like, we had a shitty honeymoon. Yeah, it was all we could afford. But exactly. Yeah. But it was all we could afford because we spent a fortune on our wedding. Wait, why was our honeymoon shitty? It wasn't shitty, but it wasn't... Then we went off and had kids, and now we can't go to those places we really want to go. <laughs> well, that was your idea. That was my idea. 100%. I yeah. fucked up. So, uh, I would, so, how much do you think... All right, 2016, the knot. Who owns Lasting app? Oh. Who's not sponsoring us at all right now, but I'm giving you a shout out to. Wait. In 2016, what is what was the cost of the average American wedding? 
$24,000. Wow. You, to- you yeah, $35,300. Oh, that's not close at all. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's the average American wedding. So 30, we're talking $35,300. $35,300. Okay. So, like, and now today, I think, you know, I'm not just paying for my girl's wedding. I'm paying for all three of them. Like, I'm giving an equal amount for all three. Mm-hmm. And actually, my dad did that back in the day he gave an equal amount to all three of us and said use it however you want it wasn't a lot but it was what he could afford Mm -hmm. and he just gave it and he was like do whatever you want with you want to use it for a wedding use it for this is the amount all three of you are getting can we go back to that and just take the money Uh, well we tried to take money not use it the wedding it didn't work (laughs) all right we need to talk to our kids about what they should know about what they're getting into before they get married what advice would you give them? Well, I think we got married because I think for me, I got married because I had an agenda. Okay. And I wanted to be married by this age. I wanted to have kids by this age. Like I was very much in a linear equation. Like I was trying to, I think I thought to myself, people will respect me for being this age when I'm married, this age when I'm I have kids like mm-hmm. I think I was very into how people would perceive me a hundred percent wow why are you no I'm glad you said that oh absolutely but I think you were very much the same about marriage about everything in your life that you were trying to prove that you were different than you had been when you fucked up that it was like a means to an end that we both found each other and wanted to Prove to people that we were responsible, productive, like very uh, self-sufficient human beings. Okay. Talking to my kids, Mm -hmm. what I would want them to know, we've already spoken, we've said a lot of things already about being prepared to get married and get engaged and, but these are my kids now, not other people that are just engaged right. and talking to. You can to. hear them in the background yeah. right now. They're very excited. Mm-hmm. Um, for my kids, mm-hmm. what I would say, you need to know your spouse before you get married. You need, but need that's impossible. to live together first. Okay, yes, I agree with that. But you're not the same person I married, and I'm the no, I'm not the same person you married. Okay, but if we were living together first without the pressure of marriage during that time, maybe I would have we would have learned more about each other just living together. Well, we did live together. But okay, but it was also it was a rush rush thing where we lived together, we got engaged, we got married, like it was a quick fast-paced right like there was no time to just live and learn each other and learn about our quirks and learn about. well that's what i was saying about we we both succumbed to the idea of planning the wedding well the planning of the wedding totally took us our focus away from being yes and very important everybody take out your pencil and paper write this down very important you need to learn their expectations of you, what you th- what they want you to be in this relationship. 
because it's probably something that you've never been before and you need to be okay with that because it took a long time for both of us to learn our expectations of each other. Okay. If it makes sense. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, I don't want to get into fights. Oh. No, it could happen, but it's not going to. Okay. Uh-huh. The hardest thing is that we have both come so far and we're so different from the people we were. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And even in the beginning of our relationship, like the first year was so hard, but we got through it. And I think at a certain point, we both, like, I don't think I really, 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 really appreciated you until after we had kids. And even then, it wasn't because I thought you were like an incredible father. I think it was. (laughs) Okay. It wasn't. It was because I felt like. We were in it together. We had a common, for the first time, we had a common bond. Would you do anything differently now? Oh, with marriage or with? Yeah. What yes. would you do differently I would today? 100% elope. With who? The 10 of our closest friends. <laughs> I don't want to pay for anyone who we haven't seen in the past five years. I'm not interested in any of that. I really, really, really want to renew our vows. Really? Yeah, really, really badly. I think that our first vows, we were different people. It was a totally different thing. Uh, I don't feel the same to you now that I did that back then. No, yeah, totally not. But here's the thing. It's interesting because I also want people to understand that when you grow with someone, you're going to deal with unexpected not bumps, roller coasters, that back when we were first dating, you would never have done the things to me that you've done to me in the past few years. Let me say this. Okay. What would I do differently? Besides all the other things I already said, I would have loved to have done therapy before we got married. Uh, Me too. Yes. But you wouldn't have at the time. At the time, you never would have agreed to it. Once again... This is me talking Absolutely, now yes. about the past. Yes, I that's one I, thing I would say to every newly married couple is... I would have done my own therapy. I would have done therapy for both of us. Yes. And I would have had you had your own therapy. I love that you said that. Yeah. Yeah, because I do think it's super hard. And I do think that uh, we dealt with a lot of stuff that... Especially after your dad died and everything, we dealt with a lot of stuff that almost ended us. And it shouldn't have... if. It wouldn't have if we had been and proactive. I think therapy probably would have helped in the beginning. Absolutely. All the way through. Mm-hmm. And I would have done the destination wedding. Me I would too. not have done the big wedding. Yes. And only the people that we love and want to support us and be there would be there. Mm-hmm. Although, one thing I would not do differently, I'm happy that we had kids young. That's the one thing I'm happy about. Really? That we got married young. Is that we were 28 when our firstborn, our firstborn was born. I was 27. Okay, uh, fine. You were 27. So, so I. Because you want to be down earlier. Well, I did all the calculations and by 55, the kids should be out of the house. Oh. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to be 70 and be a dad. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I want to be a dad. Like <laughs> Alec Baldwin? I don't want the dad, the kids in the house. So that I would not do differently. What do you think 
the biggest issues were? I guess your issues with me in the beginning. I think my biggest problem at the start was that you only saw one type of marriage, which was your parents. Right. And you expected us to replicate that. Uh-huh. And I wasn't your mom. And I didn't want you to be your dad. Not that they, they had a phenomenal marriage for them. And I think that's the problem is that we all see very few marriages up close when we're first getting married, right? You see your marriage. You see maybe, you know, if you have an older sibling or some a, a family member you're close with. But other than that, you don't realize that you should have your own kind of relationship. And I think for us, you know, I love your mom so much, but I'm not her. And you love your dad so much, but you're not him. You know, I love my mom so much. I'm not her. I love my my dad so much. You're not him. Uh, and I think we need to be careful that we're not trying to, that, that that we're not trying to replicate that because that's the only thing we know. Well, that's the problem with getting married so young. No, that's a problem anyway. Well, is that- when you're young, you're so much more impressionable with what you grew up with. Once, once you reach a certain age where you've learned who you are as a person, it's easier to separate yourself from maybe your It takes parents. a long, it took us a long time. Because we got married. No, no, I think that's also just being in a relationship for a long time. I don't think that's also just. Yeah, I think it's that we we spent a long time trying to figure out who we are. But. okay, Yeah. Uh, Well, I I had some issues with you. Of course you did. (laughs) Hold on. I just have to take out my paper because. It's like a scroll. (laughs) No, I only had a few issues with you when we first met because we were so different. I think everything was just different about our personalities clicked, but everything else about us, I think. Well, there was chemistry. All right. You were messy. I didn't like that. Lazy, immature, messy, selfish, unorganized, stubborn. You were Wait, a slob. why was I? You were a messy. You why were, was I lazy? Because uh, <laughs> you like to nap all the time. I still like to nap. <laughs> but these are the things in the beginning I didn't like about yeah, you because you... I was not a napper. It was laziness. Right. Right. You didn't like anything that wasn't you. Right. <laughs> and it was the same. Well, I didn't I'm like ta- anything that wasn't me. Right. Right. So all my things are correct. You are a messy, lazy, immature, messy, selfish, unorganized, stubborn, messy, and a slob. Okay. You said messy like four times. Yes. <laughs> Last question. Last question. Okay. So, oh no, I was just going to say I have a quiz. Oh. All right. What was the first movie we ever watched together? Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> blah, 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 blah. What? I told you I had a hard week. It was a hard week. What was the first movie? We ever watched together. Sex or no sex? No sex. Ooh. First movie we ever watched with no sex. I don't know. In my apartment in New York City. Jerry Springer. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Oh. Yes. First night in my apartment. What were we watching the night we had sex? With Harry Maselli. Yes. When did you first tell me you loved me? Man. Really? No. I kind of wow. know it, but I don't. 
yeah i don't know wow you were sick in bed and i was taking care of you you were like you had like 102 fever wow which is probably why you told me you loved me (laughs) and probably why Mm -hmm. i don't remember how long after we were dating did we first have sex uh two weeks two and a half weeks where did we first have sex my sister's bed yes (laughs) <laughs> what album did she know that <laughs> what album did we first make out to? yeah 10 by pearl jam in high school what term did you use to say to everyone we saw and that i stopped making you say i gotta take a dive yes i have to take a dive which means <laughs> i had to take a poop Yes, that was awful. How much do you think people will pay for my calendar of me passed out in different positions? Oh, if you want Danielle's calendar of her passed out in well, you want the to do same that. position with the dogs in the same position mm-hmm. laying on her, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's $1,000 for a calendar. Oh, okay, but if you go to marriagermartinis.com slash support us, and you have three options, it's a dollar, and there's another option for Five dollars. It's literally the price of a beer a month. If you could buy us one beer a month, it would help us out so much. And lastly, and, and you get your podcast for free. Yeah, it's all free. It's all free. And then the third option is ten dollars a month. That's just like if you go out and get a martini, and that's not even new, like New Jersey or New York. That's mm-hmm. like for all you Texans out there. We love you guys. You're like our favorite, by the way. <gasps> Don't say that. Okay, you're not our favorite, but we love you. We love everybody. <laughs> um, so for like 10 bucks a month, you have no idea what you're doing for us, and we really, really appreciate you guys. So for the last week, thank you guys so much. We have Jenny. Thank you. You bought us oh, a beer. Thank you, Jenny. We love you. Yvonne, you bought us a beer. Yvonne, yes. Love you. Yvonne has been an amazing supporter since the beginning. Oh, you know her? Yeah, I do. Okay. And then I have an email address, so I'm just going to use that, which is um, Cavaletti J. Thank you. Perfect. Love you. You get a big thank you. And from a long time ago, I apologize. We did not thank you, Vanessa. Uh, You bought us a beer as well. Mm Mm-hmm. So... Those were the last four that came in. So you have no idea how much this means to us. Thank you so much for supporting us. Mm-hmm. Anybody else who can like go to the site, please. We're literally in a corner of <laughs> our house right now. On our folding table with our... With our beach towel. Beach towel yes. covering it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we just want to keep going. We just want to keep doing this. And mm-hmm. all of your support and everything that you guys can do. Even just go buy a freaking mug. Did I say freaking? Buy a Ma- fucking mug. And we just got new wine glasses back, yes. which people have been begging for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody just bought a wine, uh, a couple of wine glasses. Yeah, um, of course. So thank you for, for that. Well, yeah, purpose. people have been asking for them forever, so I hope they're buying them. So anything you guys can do to support us, we completely appreciate that. It just keeps this show going, and we love it. And I think you guys do too, because we're getting the feedback. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much. Just... Go to the site and do it. Thanks. That's it. I'm going to stop begging. I'm going to stop talking about it until next episode. Just but- for consent, if you could beg. <laughs> All right. I think I think we're good. I think we did it. Um. Until next time. Thanks, guys. Yeah, love you. We love you. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.